show oh, and look how close we are to this screen it's so knowledge is power f- for the record knowledge no, knowledge and knowing where your cameras are is very powerful i'll tell you where the camera is not here so if you're on the live stream you're getting the, the close-up the close-up of kevin and, and chad it's probably really scary it's not that scary come on you're listening to the Canon Athletic Training Podcast, up close and personal. I'm Kevin. And I'm Chad. You probably prefer us in audio format. You know, some people would. And some people... Oh, hi, Aaron. Hello, welcome, welcome back. back. Yeah. Welcome back. Hi, Cat. Hi, Kevin. It's so weird. I don't have it pulled up on my computer yet, and so it feels it's like new. I'm not live. You're not live yet, but you will be. So again, this is Candid Athlete Training episode 181. What? 181. What it's happened fun. to 180? That was last week. Dang it. I just I must have blacked out on that one. I think it was. Did I it get was. that wrong? It to- oh, no, you just it totally was. You panicked me. <laughs> it's like You ever have dreams where you forgot to do something? All the time, cuz I forget to do things athletic all tra- the time. Athletic training related? Um no, not athletic training related. Usually other other relations. <laughs> family. Fa- yes, family, family problems. Family problems. Understood. Oh, well, we're back. So we're, we're here back. at the future SE lab that um, I'm still working on making. And yes, there's still boxes over yonder. Um, I can't see. I had, it, a couple weeks ago, you guys were yelling at me that I didn't have my sauna put together, but I have my sauna put together now. Maybe so, we'll take some video. Ha, ha, ha. It looks amazing. I can't wait to sweat my butt off in it. Chad, how old is that shirt? It's well worn. It's not the. It's not the. It's not the age. It's the number of washes because the number. Of, okay, frankly, I wear it a lot as a sleeper. And frankly, my wife does entirely too much laundry. <laughs> I think most people do their laundry once oh. a week. Would you say the average is once a week? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I think people do laundry like they have a laundry day, right? Where they, they do maybe two to three loads of laundry that day. They get everything done. Not in my household. Not Julie. Julie, well... And I can understand, would you rather do one day where you're doing it all day, or would you rather do it a couple times a week where you're just doing a load? One day. You'd rather do just take a whole day and dedicate it to it. You, that's going to tie in to something we talked about on the way here. Because you can do so many other things while you're doing laundry. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, the I shirt's been washed way more than it should be. That brings up a question for me, too. Yeah, go ahead. So, you know... Speaking of our significant others, hi, um, nicey. Is that nicey? Nicey, 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 hot, nicey, hot. Thank you for joining yeah. us. And you like Kevin's shirt? Go on over to CanadaAthleticTraining.com. 
you just click that little shop link and you can find shirts. Can we call just like can this? Can we call Nicey Nicey Hot? Just like this. Nicey Hot. You need a sponsor. Nicey Hot. Nicey Hot. Well, Shaq, maybe Shaq could do some work with him. Huh? Or her. I don't know. Hmm. Sorry. Um, my question. Significant others. Nisi. 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 I like it. I see knee. <laughs> Got I it. really like it. Sorry, actually. we apologize for butchering your name first time on our show. Yeah. Ah, sorry. And you're probably we took, pretty, we, you're we probably shot our pretty shot. nice. You know, whatever. Well, thanks for joining us. This Thank is a, you. This is a public public live it stream, a public show. Everyone's welcome tonight. Thanks for joining. Check us out. Come back. This is about athletic training. So <laughs> if you're here for athletic training, you're probably in the wrong spot. Because so far we haven't said anything about athletic training. Not yet, but we have a. But okay, let me let me ask this DM question before you interrupt me again. All right, my significant other hates the fact that I don't put all my clothes away. Okay, so say say you wore this shirt just for today's show, would Mm -hmm. you want to wash it, or would you like just put it off to the side? You know, you could wear it in the morning to take the dog. out. So if I put this on thirty minutes ago, we go home. An hour and a half from now, yep. I take it off. Is it supposed to go in the in the laundry? Correct. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. So, did I do any physical activity in the said time? So, what what would you what do you do with said shirt that is not dirty in your mind? I'll put it back on the shelf. Fold you it. it on the, oh, you fold and put I'll, it. I'll I'll put it back in like where it goes. Is is that a Chad? It, would Chad do that? You know what? I'm less likely Chad? to do that with a shirt, but okay. with pants, with pants, uh, with Anything on the, the lower half, I'm more likely to rewear it. If it's a shirt, I might put it. I don't know. That's a tough. It's it's close call. See, I I have a I have an, a little stack. Yeah. Of my my jeans, my shorts, my sweatpants, and like the the last shirt I wore that <laughs> I don't mind sweating up a storm in. That I'm gonna go take my dog out for a walk. Okay. And it's just kind of piled up next to my bed. Like on this little shelf. Sure. So you got the recently worn pile. Yeah. My uh my, my significant other doesn't like that. Okay. But she 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 doesn't want to do laundry all the time either. Yeah. So it's a it's a catch twenty two. And I don't like putting things back. No. Nope. If they've been worn. So the what I did compromise with is So you got the like past, the it's either a zero, a half, or a one in terms of like if it's a one it's going in the in the the laundry, if it's yep. a it's a zero, it's going in the shelves or getting hung. If it's a half, you have a separate pile. Correct. That's a good. That, that, yeah, uh, I got a point system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you get enough half full, pointers, full PPRs and half PPRs. Yeah, half PPR yeah. over here. What oh. I do, it in my future house that'll have a closet, and in the past when I've had closets, I have hooks inside the closet that I hang my jeans or my shorts or whatever on or my shirt that I, I wear. Or say like a hoodie. Okay. Sure. A hoodie. Hoodies. Hoodies you don't multiple wash. Multiple uses. Come on. Multiple, multiple. uses. Where do you put the hoodie? Because they end up like Actually, my candid, my candid is, hoodie looks pretty, like yeah. this yeah. one. I like to rep our shit. You wear your... When it's chilly outside, you wear your hoodie a lot, right? I love... All the time, right? I love hoodies. Where do, you, do you fold it and put it back or hang it every single day? Oh my! Oh my! Yeah, I do. Dang! What do you do with so the rest my, of your day? My, so my okay, we have what well, we have a built in we have built in like shelving in our closet. Yeah. So we Who have. Built it? I did. 
<laughs> well, myself and my buddy Mike, it's actually a pretty cool system, I think. It's more shelves than it is, like, hangers. Yeah. Top shelf is all my shirts separated by, I got a red and a red and green pile, a blue pile, two gray piles, red. two black piles. Red and green go together. Okay. Because I have, like, a lot of, I have all grays, all blacks, and then a few smattering of other colors. You got any yellow? I have zero yellow shirts. Do you have any purple? This is, this is turning purple. It's turned in purple. Um, no, I'm I'm pretty limited. I'm a I'm a very bland gray black person. Me too. Now I worked for a school that had yellow. You would think I have I'd have more yellow. Yeah, but the main color was never <clears throat> yeah. yellow. And then second shelf is long sleeves. Third shelf is like shorts, and then like all my sweatshirts, and then the bottom shelf is all shoes. Yeah. Okay, let me ask this. Okay. Do you separate by color or by function first? Because here's something that function bothers me by... Yes, thank you. Function. So I go into Bennett's closet. Yeah. Bennett, if you're a new listener, Bennett's my one-year-old. Mm-hmm. And Julie has everything... Almost two. Almost two. He'll be two in September. If if I go into his closet, it's all organized by color. If I grab something, she'll be like, well, that's actually... That's actually pajamas. You can't put that on them right now. I'm like, damn it. It should be separated by function first, like all the pajamas in one area, and then second you can function or like separate by color secondarily. I'm it has to be, but she just goes by color. So I'm like just by color. So it's Ava- Roy G. Biv in his closet. Yeah. Now I'm thinking here. Abe. Abraham, mm-hmm. my my little tyke, three week, three week, three week old. Um, he his stuff separated by function and size, right? Because they size. grow, they grow so fast. They grow so fast. Yes. I don't think I'll. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever do it's it by cr- color. It's crazy how fast they go. Like you'll be like, dude, you never even wore this, yeah. and you're already outgrown it. It's yeah. incredible. The wife had a little a little moment of, oh my god, he fits in this now, and it was it, we've we're only three weeks in. Nisi, buy Nisi. something, do yourself something nice. She wants to buy some merch. <laughs> Just go to this website, CanadaAthleticTraining.com. Shopping, we got some fun stuff. Nisi, by the way, where are you from? And where I don't know. Yeah, what? Where where are you at school? Where do you where are you being an athletic trainer? Just just introduce yourself a little bit to the yeah. group. We're not, you know, whatever. Yeah, we we need to know more about Nisi. We need to Nisi. know more. Um, so Kev, this is Canada Athletic Training. <clears throat> this is we're recording this on I gotta look at the date. It's twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. It's gonna come out on what's Monday? The first or the second? No. It's Monday. We said August. Next week, Monday is August Monday's what? The first? It has to be because we I think it's the first. So August if it's August first, or I mean July thirty first. Yeah. No, I think no, July. No, no. Like, there's you know what? It's a goddamn 2022. We got Rome calendars 10. on our phones. Um, Sunday, Monday is the first, so it'll be August first. Monday is the first. So if you're listening to this in audio form, we're gonna need you to do something. Do August do? means one thing for us, and it's the People's Choice Podcast Awards. <gasps> so if you are a fan of the show, or if you're an athletic trainer and you want to support other athletic trainers. Go to the People's Choice Podcast Awards. I think it's podcastawards.com. 
we're going to be not we're nominated uh, in science and medicine for favorite science and medicine podcast. So you're going to need to register on their website, and then if you listen to other podcasts and other categories, you can go through all of their categories. They've got probably two dozen podcast categories, and you can vote on each category. When you get to science and medicine, we want you to vote for the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. Also, they have something called the People's Choice Podcast Awards, which is every podcast that's in their registry. So we could be your favorite podcast of all of them. So you can vote for us twice. The only thing that you need to remember is when you register, there's going to be a little box that says, I want to vote in the finals. We need you to check that box. So that's going to happen all August. So if you're listening to an audio form, please go to People's Choice Podcast Awards, vote for Candid Athlete Training, look for us in Science and Medicine, and People's Choice Podcast Awards. Thank you very much. <laughs> what do you got, Kev? I'm just checking out. Nisi. Nisi's <clears throat> from Tampa. Okay. Tampa. Just graduated. Certified. <clears throat> Congratulations. Looking for a job. To move to California this summer. Okay. So anybody listening to this, if you're looking for an employee an employee that needs to somewhere in California, I don't know if Nisi's very picky of where in California. It's, what big, level? it's a yeah. big state. Well, Nisi said that they want to work in the NBA. Now that's great. Probably need to get their feet wet a little bit, you know, maybe work some other basketball, maybe get maybe do an internship here, internship there. Um, but at the same time, somebody's looking for some Employees, if they're a fan of this show, I'm a fan of them, so you should hire them. Who else is on here? Brandon on here. Brandon. Brandon's been on several times. I know, times. but he's the he's the director of sports medicine at the Warner Warner Pacific University in Portland, Oregon. He starts on August fifth. Sports. 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 You guys, sports start. Sports start. Yeah, hang on to that. That's gonna be our feature topic tonight. Yeah. Oh, oh. Aaron. Aaron's making Aaron's, seventy to eighty k a year. She's right. throwing out seventy to eighty k per year. Is she hired? Is she hired? Yes, she is. Right. I believe so. Can I get a job, Aaron? <clears throat> do you hire podcast hosts? Because I would love to work for you. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll eat the cat poop. I'll eat the poop. Um. What else? We need to thank our official sponsors. Internship is a okay. We're gonna come back to that, yeah. Abby. All right. So, thank you to Healthy Roster. They are the official sponsors of Candid Athlete Training. That's why we start every show with them. It's because of them that we can do this live stream. It's because of them that we have so much fun. It's because of them that EMR is that much easier. EMR is can be super easy. Kevin, you were gonna you posed the question Me? potentially as a okay. as a topic tonight. You're like, do you prefer to do your all your documentation all in one, or do you like to break it up throughout the day? Mm. And I used to be the I'm just gonna save it for the end until I started working with Healthy Roster, and it's just because it's so easy to use. I started just trying to get it done as I went throughout my day because then I had less to do at the end. I'll just say that before I had Healthy Roster, it was impossible to do it during the day, so I just saved it. Um, so thanks, Healthy Roster. Thank you, Healthy Roster. You guys are the best. The best. I wish. I how, wish. How do people I wish find we would have known about you a long time ago. 
Well, you can go over to HealthyRoster.com and you can get in touch with anybody there. The beautiful thing about that Healthy Roster, that company is full of athletic trainers and it's they're full of people looking out for athletic trainers. And they always, always, always want feedback from said athletic trainers that are using their product because how can they make their product better if they're not listening to their customers? So Dan and all the folks over at Healthy Roster do a great job. Check them out, HealthyRoster.com. They're our best friends, and even if they weren't, I would still tell you to go check them out because they're that good. Absolutely. They are that good. Um, I, got, I got a fun story for you today. Okay. Um, I was at work. Yeah. I was working hard today. This is so strange looking at your <clears throat> looking at your computer while I know we're it's doing just this. Different. Well, it's not different for me, but it's for you. It's totally different for me. Yeah. Um, normally, I don't look at a computer. <clears throat> I look at you all the whole time. <laughs> I know. So I was at work, and we do online walk-in appointments. So people call, or they go online, and they be like, "Hey, I need to come in and see you because we're in urgent care, in ortho urgent care." Mm-hmm. They we. They usually get prompted for a, hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, so we have an idea of what they're coming in for. Yeah. How about this one? This is a new one. <clears throat> one word. They said, sprint. S-P-R-A-I-N-T. Sprint. I done sprint it. I sprint. Not a body part, just sprint. Is there any chance they were... They have a strain and a sprain together, and they were trying to mix, a little baby. mix them together. You know, they're just saying, "Hey, I'm not I, sure I which one to use here." I got both. <laughs> Past tense. I got both. Sprained. It was a right knee. A right knee sprained. Sprained. I sprained yeah. my knee. I mean, not everybody. Sp- not every. Not everybody I, uses the old English words. You know the way that everybody else uses those it's English okay. words. That's part of being an athletic trainer is figuring it out on the fly, right? That's yeah. that's one of our biggest skills. You know, making shit up as we go. I don't know how you had you had a few uh, international student athletes in your day. Taul, um, I had quite a few internationals. Had, what percentage of your athletes were from another country? Yep. Um, at least 25%. 25, yeah, at I was going to say. But, and I would say, uh, I don't know. I would say at least of that 25, 25% spoke very bad English. So one sixteenth. Yeah. What is that? What's that 6%. 6%. 6.25% actually. 6.25, he says, folks. Do it. 100 divided he by. He is really good with numbers. Let me just see. 100 divided by 16. If anybody can do it faster than this calculator, I'll give you a dollar. Oh, you you lose. What did I say? <laughs> 6.25%. Percent, yep. Percent. So 6.25%, I'd say, spoke <clears throat> very, very bad English and would probably say. You have no marbles. Sprint. Sprint. I sprint it. Sprint. Um, we got a really fun show for you tonight. Really fun. Always. Oh, um, sprung. Ah, it got sprung on me. You know, before we get into tonight's show, I, I'm gonna just. I sprung. We're gonna we're gonna stop. We're gonna take a little state of the union here. We can't give away too many details. 
there's so much behind the scenes going on with Canada athletic training. It's like one of the most exciting times in the three years we've we've been doing this show for me. So many behind the direction the that we're going. Um, we've had companies from we've just had a lot of companies show interest in working with us, and uh, we keep talking about it. Um, there's some really cool things coming, including CEUs. Can't tell. We're gonna. You're gonna need to get a membership to be. You're gonna want to be a uh, candidate athlete training member, and Kevin and I have been talking about reorganizing the membership packages mm-hmm. um, to make it just more realistic, or just you know to make it make sense. But we're talking mm-hmm. maybe a fair amount of CEUs for being a member here. A fair amount. Yeah. Maybe we need. Close we need to like. <clears throat> we. I don't. I don't I don't want to. There's some things on the horizon. What? And if, what maybe we, some of them will fall through. Maybe some won't. Um. Okay. If we were to say anybody on the live stream right now. Yeah. If we were to say we could get you one CEU for being a part of this podcast, and now that means you would, you'd have to like read some stuff, right? You'd ha- you'd have to take a little quiz or something. But if we could get you one CEU, what would that be? Well, Aaron says it's worth it. What if we could get you five? Would would what, that be worth it? What's the um? What's the? I think what Kevin's trying to say is if what's what's the diminishing what, return for us? I yeah. guess. Well, what do you think one CEU is worth? What are you willing to spend on a CEU? Yeah. And how hard, how hard do we have to work for you? Would you be willing to spend five dollars per CEU? I read the live chat. I Ten dollars like per CEU? Like what's like, like if you cat. go out and you have to buy a CEU, what what do you have to usually spend? You know, like yeah. I mean, the last okay, so I spent. I mean, our live streamers are the best, so they're gonna do whatever. I spent about thousand dollars just getting twenty five CEUs one time. It yeah. was a, it was a big course, but it was about a thousand bucks, right? I mean, if if what if what if fifty dollars got you a handful of CEUs every year? I bet you'd be more on top of your CEUs too. Mm. Well, if you're a live stream member, mm. you're already in, Abby. So don't worry about it. If you're a member of the Candidate Athletic Training Podcast, what we're saying is we've already had one company committed to getting us to getting you free CEUs. We're looking just at for you being and a member. So. We have three or four other companies that we are yeah. trying to bring into this. Actually, we've got two companies that have already told us they got CEUs. So we we don't have a final number, but we're guessing. Could you imagine ten CEUs for being a member of our podcast? Ten? Could you imagine? That's a pretty good deal. That's that's, that's the goal. It's amazing. And what what is this world coming to that? Companies are actually looking at to us and saying, you know what? Maybe we're going to do some CEUs with you. I think it goes back to... This profession is screwed. No, it's not. <laughs> um, oh, I, I Ed, think it goes Ed, back to... You got, it. you got it, Ed. I think it goes back to what we talked about last week. Companies are looking for other ways of reaching ATs other than the convention. Not, I mean, what did we say? 90% of ATs didn't go to the convention or more? 95% of the ATs? So, 
That's right. They're, they're looking for ways to reach ATs, and we want to give it to them. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. Do I always look this tired? On the other camera, do I look this tired? No, this, tired. This, this camera adds at least 10 <laughs> years and 15 pounds to us. <laughs> so anyways, we just wanted to say... If you are not a, a member of the podcast, you might want to start thinking about it because we're here to help you. We're going to get you discounts on stuff. We're going to get you CEUs. That was the one thing you guys all said you wanted was CEUs. So we're gonna we're working to get it. We we listened. We listened to what you said you wanted, and you said you wanted CEUs. So now we're 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 trying to get that for you. Um. So do that. We're gonna do that. We're gonna get you discounts on other stuff. Pretty fun. Dad face. That your your dad face is no longer as tired as it used to be. Yours is a little more awake. Um, I feel like yeah. Did. I'll tell you. I've I've I told you this last week when we were talking. Yeah. I said I I hated the zero six month phase. I love this eighteen month old phase. It's yeah. so much fun. It's I mean you got he Oof. snuck out the back gate. Did he really? Yeah, that's why Julie wrote that on there. Like she forgot. Like we we. Thought we closed it, but it was yeah. kind of like not locked. Yeah, and it, he like literally it's started walking in the bit. back alley, and we're like, "Oh my god, he's gonna get hit by a car back there." That's yeah. It's, so that gate's acting up. A little he almost. Bit. We also have the 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 baby gate on the front stairs. He tried yeah. like climbing over that, and we're like, "Oh my god, this kid's gonna kill oh, himself." He's one hundred percent. He's gonna be climbing trees. He's it's an old. Incredible. He's an old school kid. All he does now is headstands. Oh, he, like somersaults right. and headstands. It's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> So. You know what? Jackie was like, did you hear banging? And it's probably him doing headstands and somersaults. For sure it is. <laughs> it for sure. For well, anybody that doesn't still, know, Chad lives right he, above me. He still is doing a lot or of basketball. Or I live below him. A lot of know. basketball dribbling. And so he's all basketball. Oh, you know what it is? Now he's trying to, because he saw his um, cousins play baseball, so now he's yeah. trying to do baseball. But he doesn't know that it's a horizontal swing. He's a vertical <laughs> chop. So there's a ball on the ground. He's trying to like chop. He thinks Wham. hitting is that's what it is. He's that's what it is. Yeah, that's totally what it is. He's got this bat and he thinks he's it. like I hit. I love like, it. No, buddy, horizontal. You gotta. I love it. Down angle, launch angle, launch angle, backspin on the ball. <laughs> Shit. Launch angle and backspin. <sighs> Teach them right. All right, shit. We've spent twenty five minutes. We haven't even gotten no to the show. We got really? so much to All cover. Right. This is such a fun show. Let's let's do it. Okay. <laughs> What's so get funny? Get the kid a leash. <laughs> I know. We're oh, going to. Dude, get it, get him a leash, please. And I'll make fun of you all day long. <sighs> all day long. Hmm. I get it. I get it. Kevin, that's um that's definitely <laughs> there's something about Mary. <laughs> Invisible fence. That's that. something about Mary. I got it. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. I just, like, I just thought he trained his kids right. I don't know. I don't even know if Kev's got any kids, but Oh yeah, he does. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah. Can't have can't have that beard without having some kids. No. You just you just look at somebody and you're gonna have a kid with that beard. Mm. All right. What do, you do, wanna, you want, do you no, want to start somewhere on the yeah, show? Yeah, I want you to pick pick one. Um, top five. Top five, Kevin. We got a fun one. Um, we asked a hundred athletic trainers. That sounds like something else. That sounds like a game show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We asked a hundred ATs. How many times per day do you put something in the garbage or recycling? 
Such an interesting question. Yeah, it, it seems stupid, but it kind of begs the question, one, are we wasteful? Two, do we go through a lot of stuff? <sighs> we do. Go through a lot of stuff as athletic trainers. We try to save as many things as possible. We try to reuse or use every last drop. I think we, as athletic trainers, might be the best at doing that. Um, I remember being in professional sports. And in professional sports, they like wasting things because the, the, the mantra is basically they can afford it. Right, yeah. so therefore, just why would you why would you use the end of roll end of a roll of tape? Just throw it out. Like there's plenty to go around, and I used to put it all in a box, and I would take it to schools for practice tape or Absolutely. high schools to use as regular tape. Um, that was a little pat on my back, a little bit. Um, Reuse, but I remember, re- I mean, we if we basically made a game out of throwing things out. You know, we would you try to no look behind the back, you know, like. Didn't you try and, like, build, didn't you build, like, a little statue out of, like, scraps or something? Like a little. My bobbleheads? Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what it was. You took bobbleheads and you, like, would tape them up and bandage them up and all that stuff. That's what it was. Way Um, Way different. Way different. A little different. Side story. I would. All the bobbleheads. So I worked for a professional sports team here in the Milwaukee area. That, that plays baseball. That plays baseball. Um, at the major league level. At the major league level. Um, and the service I used, <laughs> I used to take all of the bobbleheads, and then I would make them more accurate to the player. So I would, I would alter them to more resemble... The actual player. Hmm. So, most of them very inappropriate to be seen anywhere else other than the confines of a athletic training room or a locker room. So you made huge cranks on all of them. No, no, oh. no, none of them. <laughs> no fun. Not even, not even a single one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, all right, what do you got? How many times I, a one day? One of them did have a shirt off because oh. he would just never wear a shirt. Um, okay, how many times a day do? Oh, we throw stuff out. I'm going to go with number one. Two times a day I throw things out. Okay. Number two, 79 times I throw things out. Wow. Number three, because somebody said it too many times. Mm-hmm. Number four, one. I all, I gather all my things and I throw away one, one, one trip. time. One trip. One time. Interesting. And then five, one million times. <laughs> It never gets old. In fact, I want to watch that movie right now. Let's just stop the podcast. It's really and watch good. What do we got? All How right. Many did I get right? I don't think you got any. I got none. Kevin Joyce, that's um, Ferris Bueller. <laughs> um. All right. So we had a tie for fifth place. Five people said they throw things out 100 times a day. So if you work an eight-hour shift, that's 12 times an hour. That's every five minutes you're throwing something out. Think about that. <laughs> this this is why you came up with this question. Because so you want to break down the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly why. Five people also said 30. Okay, 30. 30 trips to Once garbage or recycling. 
Once-ish an hour. Um, tied for third place. 1.25 times an hour. You yeah. proud of me on that one? Yeah, you did good. <laughs> no, 30? Yeah. 30 times a day? 30 times a day, if you're 24 hours. Oh. 1.25 times an hour. Yeah. Eight-hour shift. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Divided by three, 3. multiply by seven. 3.75. 3.75. <laughs> 1.21 gigawatts. Oh, they get us. They so get us. Don't forget to carry the one. Okay. Banker's hours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Third place, seven people. Seven people said they throw things out five times a day, and then another seven said 15 times. God. If I... The math is confusing everyone. <laughs> I wish I would have counted one day. I mean, like, what are you most likely to throw out? Tape rolls? Well, it's just also, like, inventory. How much inventory are you getting in? You're taking boxes apart. You're putting things away. You throw things out. You know, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna tell it's you incredible. This. In my job now? It's the, probably all you do is get boxes on boxes on boxes. Well, I get a lot of boxes. Yeah, you now, I, now I get a lot of boxes. But... In my regular job, take out the new space. It's just treating humans. Mm-hmm. My my busiest day, I'm probably I probably got ten people on the table. Um, I bet I only th- like go to the garbage ten times. At the end of every, it, it's basically once once a treatment. I go I go to the garbage and I go to the recyclable. It's very like routine. Hmm. That's all I do. I could count that. Very I clean easily. up the rooms after everyone leaves. Yeah. It's just wow. Yeah. In second place, sixteen people said twenty trips to the garbage, and then in first place, seventeen people said ten trips. Hey, that's, that's what, what you said. said. Yeah. So you're in first place. That's what she and we and you said. Hmm. We had a zero. Hmm. How do you feel about Whoa. not throwing anything out Nothing. all day? Somebody, somebody said zero. I never throw anything out. Who do you think said zero? I, what, if you were to pick one of our listeners, who, who do you who, do who you would think, hang on to the most amount who, of stuff? Who do you think doesn't throw anything out? Kayla. Kayla. Okay. <laughs> Kayla just <coughs> Kayla just keeps everything. I think she's on here. Reuses it all the time. Or is Kayla just that dirty? She never throws anything out. Yep. <laughs> not gonna answer that. <laughs> yep. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Anyways, I just feel like... Who do you think like, has the most OCD? Does anybody come across as having the most OCD? On like our, everything on our live so stream? Everything clean, everything, yeah. The most... And OCD... Are you saying OCD or organized? No, no, no. Meaning like the cleanest. Like they would never let one little piece of garbage be left out. And I, OCD is a bad way to say that. It's a very generalized that if you have OCD, you're a very clean, neat person. But... Who do you think has the most organization, most, like, I will never. Kat is volunteering for trivia. Never she let just has anything. I will go to the garbage can a million and a half times so that you can have a clean athletic training room. Do you think it's Kat? Um, we, don't know, we don't know enough about Kat. Abby being a mom, maybe, mm. but... Mm. I'm not sure. She's got she's got baseball 
kids that's probably dirty all the time. <sighs> I don't know. Um, we'll see. Somebody out there. Maybe. Out there. Um, maybe Aaron. Mm-hmm. She works in the industrial setting. It's maybe mm-hmm. a little less chaotic, mm-hmm. Every, mm-hmm. a little bit more like I can keep everything in order. You only get to say Kobe if you also say R.A.P. at the end. Yeah. And if you don't say Kobe, there's something wrong with you. Who said Kobe what? Kev, Kev said how many times you yell Kobe when you throw something out or when you throw a tape roll out. Oh, Giannis, I finger roll. <laughs> Dunk it. <laughs> you Euro step it. Yeah. Mm. Kobe wasn't a great shooter. Did you see? You know what? You know what? Kobe, he sucked, actually. If you look at his numbers, percentage-wise, he was a terrible shooter. But yet, who's... You should who's, be yelling Curry, Ray Allen, Larry Bird. Those are the great shooters. I mean, I think yelling Kobe... Okay, no offense. Okay, okay, okay. He had a scorer's mentality, but last, his percentages last, were awful. Last second shot, team down by one. So you only needed two. There's five seconds left. Do you want... Kobe, Ray Allen, Steph Curry. Rob Horry. <laughs> Big <laughs> shot Bob. Big shot Bob is that's true. Uh so you're giving me Kobe, you're giving me Ray Allen and who? Steph Curry? Curry. I'll take Steph. Okay. Take Steph out of it. Larry Bird. Larry Bird. A hundred percent Larry Bird. He might be my number one. Of all time? For clutch? Yeah. Shooters? Last, last shot of the game. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough to not go with Kobe, though. Last no, shot of the game? No, it's not. Oh. I, I, don't, mean, I don't care your percentages. I do. I, I will agree with you. Larry Bird, I, he is probably my number one as well. But that would be a tough... I don't care I mean, about I don't care about the percentage that they're going to make the shot. I care whether or not they are going to make the shot. Jordan wasn't a good shooter either, but he's going to have the ball in his hand at the end of the game because the chances of him making it are greater than a lot of other people. Michael, the chance Michael was so much better than Kobe. I don't think so much better. I think better. I don't think so much better. Okay. And I. I I yeah. think I think Larry Bird is the right answer. I you know who actually I'm not number with number you. two might be Reggie Miller. He hit some big shots. Yeah, that guy didn't. Miss I hated him. Hated him. Hated him. Hated him. Hated him. I mean, I mean he, sports hated. Sports hated him. By all means, Reggie, you did your job because we hated you. Because we're but Milwaukee, it's Larry Milwaukee Bird. Bucks fans too. It's Larry Bird, and I'm a Magic fan. I was, Larry Bird was just incredible. I, on incredible. And I, I love, I am a sucker. Okay, clickbait for me. Click, yeah. Clickbait for me is some uh, a headline of somebody says Larry Bird Anything. Would, would not survive in today's NBA. Or Larry Bird would not, like couldn't hold a candle to today's NBA players. Yeah. I, think, I think Larry Bird would be a perennial MVP in today's like, NBA. One of the most, if you look at his numbers... They're incredible. He's nuts. And he got hurt. His back was... Yeah. He blew out his back too soon. Like, if you look at Magic and Larry, <clears throat> they both only... Like, they had this arc of nine <laughs> years. Nice, Nisi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Read it. Go ahead. It's really good. So, so Nisi, <laughs> I yell curry when I throw something away, but I yell Draymond if I miss it. <laughs> curry? <laughs> God damn it, Draymond. <laughs> um, could you imagine? Could you imagine that team if Draymond takes the last shot? If Draymond takes the last shot and you got Steph Curry, you got two of the best shooters of all time. I know. Splash oh. Brothers. Holy cow. <clears throat> All right, we're moving on here. <laughs> what is the God damn it, Bernice? Um, dodgeball, That's dodgeball, right? <laughs> low grade beaver tw- tranquilizer, oh. anabolic steroid. All right, yeah, let's do um our friend or foe real quick. Let's do it because this show is friend getting away from us. Yeah, friend or foe, Kevin. Athletic training students using clinical time to study. Friend or foe, friend or foe. ATSs using clinical time to study. I'm going to go, and I know what your answer is. Yeah, we talked about this on the car ride over here. Yeah. Um, you know what? I totally agree with you. So it's a foe. Yeah, it's a foe. It's I'm 100% sorry. a foe. I, I know we put it up on social media, and it's overwhelmingly a friend on social media. Overwhelmingly. Oh, God, this is going to be so much fun. I don't. Okay. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go with this. It, Yes. Everybody said on Twitter, I read it. I went on the tweets. Um, as long as the, the athletic training room's not busy, there's downtime, there's this, there's that. The last thing I want you doing as an athletic training student is learning from a book when we have downtime and we could be in person doing stuff. We could be in person talking about why some things in your book need to be challenged. Why, as athletic trainers, we can be doing so much more with our athletes than what is in the text that you need to study for. You're going to study for it. I want you to use your your time as an athletic training student in an athletic training room to be learning how to be an athletic trainer, not how to learn how to pass a test. Yeah, so we've got we got uh, on candid ATC our Twitter account, Candid underscore ATC. We put up friend or foe. It was a, a poll. It's nine, 90% friend, 10% foe. That's, I mean, there's, there's enough votes in there to, and that's, ex, that's how people feel. Oh, Abby, you just spoke right to our, <laughs> our supervisors <laughs> like heart. Oh, he always used to say it too. John you got time Ox. to lean. You got time to clean. John Ox. <clears throat> so I guess my perspective is, um, when you're there, like there's downtime, like there's, okay. So as athletic trainers, mm-hmm. I think a lot of our time is spent doing nothing, Dude, preparing for crap ton, preparing for when we are going to be used, you know, whether that's stocking counters, whether that's, um, Cleaning tables. What I mean, there's so just so many things. That maybe it's, maybe it's writing down a random like rehab plan that you think you might want to implement with somebody. Um, it's you know, athletic training is in the preparation. I guess I just got. I always felt like the best athletic training students from when I was a clinical instructor. Was your were first, the ones was your first athletic training student? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was Kevin. 
the ones that never used the downtime because they were too busy picking my brain. Yeah. They were too busy asking, what can I do to help? They yeah. were too busy going up to athletes and trying to come up with scenarios, mock, whatever. If you're if you're too busy with your nose in a book or typing away because you you didn't prior like you didn't save your time wisely. And so now you have to use clinical time to get caught up on projects, homework, whatever. It just doesn't bode well for you in terms of managing your time as a certified. And that's a really, um, it's probably a tough thing to hear. Yeah. I just think it's the truth from my perspective. The students who were the most um, assertive, mm-hmm. the most, like most of the reserve students are the ones who were studying, they're the ones who struggled. It's a people profession you need to learn people skills and the only way you can learn people skills is by not studying by talking to people talk to people the number one skill to learn is interacting with people you're not doing that with your nose in the book you're not doing it typing a a paper i'm sorry you can save that for later i worked a full-time job outside of doing my rotation you know what sometimes there's gonna be some late nights you just have to do it yes later now i will say this Colleen, Colleen brings up an interesting point. She liked studying in the ATR because then she could ask the certified, this is what I'm reading in the book. Why do, why do you or why do we do this differently than what the book's saying? Well, here's a suggestion. Read the book before you get to your clinicals and then ask the question and you have more time yeah. With the, I'm not saying to not read the material. I'm not saying choose one over the other. No. I'm saying use use your time with your clinical instructor to learn from your clinical instructor. Talk to talk to your clinical instructors and say why are you doing that? Not even necessarily compare and contrast. Just you do that later. You figure it because let's face it, all of athletic training. I was guilty of this when I was a really young athletic trainer. I thought I was really good at being an athletic trainer. I thought I was. I thought I had some of the. I never thought I was good. I, I see. I, I thought, still don't. Think I I'm thought good. I was good. I thought I had like I could figure out injuries pretty well. I had a decent grasp on rehab, and you know I didn't have the experience, but I, I thought I was good at what I was doing. And lo and behold, when I look back at what I how I performed or how I looked at scenarios five years after I was done with school I look at things way different now intuition like do you remember do you remember being a young athletic trainer looking at an older athletic trainer saying god like how do you just know what to do like yeah all the time how do you like how do you just have this like like scenario already figured out and you just were presented with it I think hanging out and talking to people that are seasoned in the profession is where you get to form your playbook of athletic training. All right, let me just ask you this, Kev. Yeah. When we were going to school, uh-huh. who was the athletic trainer that you looked up to the most? When we were in school? Yeah, of our of our clinical instructors, our preceptors. Who was the one that made the most sense to you? Who made the like most who sense? like you're like 
It's mm. interesting. I mean, I'll tell you who it was for me. It was sure. it was Becky. Yours is see, I didn't get to work with Becky enough. Okay. I only had her I only had her in like an AT one oh one. Okay. So the thing with Becky was for she sure went job. through she went through the education process when it was you could go through the fifteen hundred hours mm-hmm. and it that's all you did. Like that the main requirement was how many hours did you spend mm-hmm. in the athletic training room? And Correct. she spent those time learning from people. Correct. She was just so good. That's why she was so good at one oh one. Yeah. Because she took you out of the book. She right? she expected you to know everything in the book, but she totally took you out of the book in every other scenario. Yeah. She she forced you to um act on the fly a lot. Now, I my first thought to answer your question was John. And the reason was because whenever he he always had like a calm stillness to how he was handling an athlete and what was going on with that athlete. Sure. Now he was, maybe he was super aggravated that the athlete keeps coming in super late or whatever it is. But I was always curious of like, how do you, how do you stay so level headed about all of this? Yeah. And I wouldn't have gotten I think to a point of where I'm at with that without him and a couple other people in my life, but like thinking about and asking them question after question and just sitting with them, sitting in a golf cart, sitting at soccer practice or at a whatever practice and just even shooting the shit on how to be I don't know, I guess present in the moment still. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. John John comes out first, Yeah, I would say. It was just the experience. Which makes sense. I mean, those are the two staples of our program. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So anyways, I know that's probably Kevin and I have a very unpopular opinion about it. Um, time is money, money is time. But I'm telling you what. There's just other things to learn, so. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's two ways I think you can go about being a young athletic trainer, especially if you're an athletic training student. You can get the degrees, and you can get the degrees, and you can get the, the three-letter acronyms, and you can, keep, you can keep educating yourself, keep educating yourself, keep educating yourself in hopes that you will be ready to be an athletic trainer when you are, you need to be an athletic trainer. And I think me and you went about, let's go be athletic trainers. And we did it very early. We did it. And, I mean, you were one of my clinical instructors that at no point did you look at me and say, you don't know anything, so you can't do anything. I know so much more than you because I'm one year ahead of you because <laughs> I'm certified and you're not. You, you just put me in the fire and you said, hey, do things. You, like, you, can, you know what to do. Let's do it. And let's talk about it. And then let's also have fun while we're doing it. Yeah. But I think there's 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 an avenue for everybody. But I think a very good avenue, if you're struggling as an athletic training student or a young athletic trainer, know that it doesn't have to be, if I don't study, 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 I will never be a good athletic trainer. You can be a very good athletic trainer by doing 
And so keep doing and keep talking and keep experiencing. Absolutely. Boom. What's next? You want to do friend or sorry, you want to do fat or FMK? Uh, FMK. All right. We got a fun one. Except I don't know what the three options are yet. Um, okay. Well, yeah, we so do. we're going to. I know what it is. Okay. So we're going to put you in a random scenario. If you're on the live stream or if you're listening at home, this is going to be fun. You're standing on the sideline or covering an event or covering a game or a, a, a practice. It doesn't matter. And somebody gets hurt. You need to get out to that athlete using one of the three following modes of transportation. Yep. I'll let you pick. Go, Kevin. So I, I've, I've you, changed it just a little bit. Unless, unless you're going to be mad, you, you can change it back. Number one, horseback. Okay. You have to ride a horse out to the athlete. Gotta ride a horse. Okay. Not a cowboy. Ride a horse. <laughs> you're going to take your dog sled. Like a... Dog sled, okay, yeah, that's okay. fine. Or a camel. <laughs> so you took the pogo stick out. Okay. Yeah. We had all sorts you, of fun. Do you know ones. why, though? You see why? Because they're all animals. Yeah, they're all animals. <laughs> God, we're gonna pick camel. on the, We're going to pick on the animals. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Horse, dog sled, camel. Unless there's a better one. Is there a better one? Ox. A palaquin. I'm telling you. <laughs> well, yeah, but there's not animals in, involved I, with that. Could be. Pogo stick. Come on, Aaron. Um, okay, so I have to F one, I have to marry one, I have to kill one. <laughs> yeah. Good luck killing the dogs. Well, I got a question. <laughs> How fast are camels? They're very fast. Are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, faster than mean, a horse? They can't be faster than a horse. They're equivalent. Once they get going. Okay, well then, then. Well, let's look it up, by the way. Yeah, let's look this up. Internets. How fast is a camel? A camel's 40 miles an hour. Okay, what's a horse? Holy shit, I did not think. I mean, every horse is different, right? But 55. But that's like a, that's like a speed horse. I mean, that's a thoroughbred <sighs> winning the Kentucky Derby is 55. Well, all right. A quarter horse. So on with a dog sled, is it just one dog pulling a sled, or is it you get like eight? Is it like the reindeer? Oh, um, we'll do a full like yeah, a full gambit of huskies. All right. So one, we're talking about speed. Two, we're talking about how well you can navigate getting out there. Mm-hmm. Um, three. I think some of this has to do with, can you use said transportation or animal to carry some stuff? You might be able to get a little bit more stuff out there. So I think I have to marry the horseback. Mm. That's, that's, you're biased. You're biased. Your wife, your wife has just made you love horses. I hate, I've never, I haven't ridden, ridden, I got on the horse once, but they're the fastest of the three. Probably. They can probably carry maybe not quite as much as the camel. I don't know how agile a camel is, like left to right. But like let's say you're going out to the field and somebody like gets in your way, you can jump over them. You can't do that with a dog sled. A dog sled would be hard to turn left and right. 
Like, you're fine straight line. Don't know. I don't know enough about camel. I think the loading and unloading of the camel, like getting up on a camel and off the camel, don't. might take a little bit more time. So you're you're whatever you might make up for if they're faster than the dogs, you're losing in terms of how long it takes you to get on a camel and off a camel. Have you ever been on a camel, Kevin? At the zoo or anything? I guarantee, I guarantee I've done the camel ride at the oh, zoo. Kento, that's a good point. You can use the spine, like the dog sled is a spine oh. board. Yeah. Shit. That's a really <laughs> good point. God damn it. <laughs> you can transport the athlete the best on a sled. All right. Well, I'm still going to marry the horse because I think I can I get mean, out there. People used to slash, like throw somebody over the back end of the horse all the time back in the day. Yeah. You know, whatever. I'll F the dog sled. People didn't die back in the day. Uh, um, I'll I'll F with the, the sled. Just because then, I mean, that's going to be the, the, less, the least painful. <laughs> you just sit there and let the dogs do the work. You're just sitting there, Jamaican bobsled style. <laughs> I'll, I'm, kill, I'm killing the camel. I have to. I don't know enough about it. I get uh, they're probably faster than they're it's probably cute. faster than the dog, but they're um, this just in. Chad hates camels. Yeah, you ever Jeez. see a camel get? You ever see like um, camels can be mean? By the way, was that Conan the Destroyer or Conan the Barbarian where the camel spits all over him? Mm, don't know. You know I just, say that? I was just here. I was just hearing about Conan, um, the writer of Conan. Oh, Conan, like the red-headed... No, not Conan. Oh, Conan the Barbarian? Not, Conan yeah. the... I was uh. just... It was, he was on a Joe, Joe Rogan podcast. Like the... So they were... Rogan was talking about the writer of it. Small world, you know, bing, bing, bing. Little things happen all the time. They remind you of something else. That's, okay. all I was, that's all I was going with that. All right, so what are you doing in this situation? Marrying the dog sled. 100%. Why? Like dogs. You like the Love dogs? Love my dogs. You could probably um, carry the most stuff. I like my dags. You just have a portable kit then. Honestly, right? I, just, there's I, I wouldn't need anything else. I, I could just hang out with the dogs. I have a sled that can carry everything and the athlete. Um, the instincts, I think, of dogs are pretty... I love dogs too, but I just... Remarkable. In terms of... My day would be fine. I could hang out with those eight dogs all day. Well, I'm I'm not hanging out with them. I think you during need the to. game. No, you just whistle and the horse comes or the oh, dogs come. Well, like, yeah, don't yeah. you like injury? Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. hi, come on, let's go. I need you. Where are you at? Um, I'm still marrying the dogs. I gotta marry the dogs. I think that's fine. I'm I'm effing the doggies. Yeah. I think I'm. You're killing the camel. Don't even give me this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me one. Advantage a camel has over a horse. One. Longevity. They don't need to drink water? Yeah. I think they live longer, too. They're there, they're there for the duration. You know what? Who are you going to trust? A camel or a horse when it's the 18th inning of a baseball game? The horse is going to be pissed off, hasn't had any water, hasn't had any hay, and is going to be like, I ain't running out there. Kick me again. See what happens. <laughs> Yeah. The camel's gonna be like, all right, let's go do it. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, I'm still marrying it. I'm still marrying. I'm effing the camel. I'm killing the horse. Yeah, yeah, I, I knew it. I knew it. 
so the as, other <laughs> as me just being um i would marry the dog sled the other two i'm just being, debating i'm just being difficult yeah <laughs> it's okay so when i originally thought of this question today i was asking around the work and somebody said i think it's called yeah. a, pa- a paliquin we're gonna look this up a paliquin which is those things like that the egyptians carried their rulers on so you have four servants or four people with, you know, the things on the shoulder and then there's like a throne that you... Could you imagine as an athlete trainer, somebody walking you out there? Palan, palanquin. Yeah, it's a litter. It's part of Palan, a litter. Palanquin. A palanquin. Palanquin. Wait, we're going to... Wait, hold on. Oh, shush. Hold on. Shush. We're going to try this. Palanquin. 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 I didn't think there was anybody that wouldn't want that option, so it was probably best to take it out of the game. So a covered litter. It's a litter. A litter is a whole... I did not know this. For one passenger. It's a covered carriage. Yeah. I like carriage. I don't like litter. Carriage. I know. Undercarriage. Undercarriage. That's where undercarriage came from. (laughs) Tickle them in an undercarriage? Yeah. We do Could you imagine need, people taking you out palanquins. to the people just carrying you out to the injury? How fun would that be? We need so many palanquins. All for the fans, trainers. all the fans are watching you get carried out there. Like, oh, this guy is important, or lady, this person is important. Getting carried out there to this injury, <sighs> it would be incredible. I don't know who wouldn't do that. Manscaped undercarriages. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Damn it. How did we not talk about this when we were working with Manscaped? I know. We let that one slide. They never even got back to us. No. Mm, interesting. I don't even know how many people bought stuff. Yep. Hopefully enough. Yeah. Um, Last okay. but not least, we, we get- do something on this show. It's called Fictional Athletic Trainer. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of it, but we take a fictional character or fictional thing or an inanimate object and we pretend they're athletic trainers and we see... Who would make the best athletic trainer? Yeah. Pay attention every year. We do a nice fictional athletic trainer debate <sighs> at the March Madness time where we have a, I don't know, 64 of them, and we work them down like round by round to see who the best athletic trainer would be. Yeah, and we put it up to vote this week. I, I said, do you want us to do Modern Family or Ted Lasso? And it came back, <laughs> I think it was like three to four. Ted Lasso. So we're gonna we're gonna do Ted Lasso this week, which Kevin, you have not seen. I've not. I I'm, looked up some stuff. Yeah, I just finished season one with the wifey. We're we're in season two, so don't spoil anything from season two, please. Don't spoil anything from anything. Yeah, very entertaining show. Not I, everybody has Apple TV. I know. We bought it just to watch this show. To be honest. By the way, Nate, um, you'll eventually listen to this. I agree with you. I'm sick of all these subscriptions. I know. I'm done. There's so much streaming out there. Um, okay, so we can read some of the live stream comments. Is that what you want? You want to start there, or or not live stream, or the Twitter? Sure. Uh, we we how many th- we have? We we had a you got some. Yeah, I know my pick, and I, I I've only read maybe a two bar- a two paragraph like synopsis of each character. That's perfect. That's all you need. Okay. I think there are three really heavyweight ca- um characters and then everybody else kind of would be eh, whatever. I think there's three main ones. Okay. 
three that probably three that might make the bracket. Honest right. to God. So, um, some are just gifts here. So, all right, Hannah yes. said honestly. Ted Lasso, his demeanor is incredible. The way he loves his people is just so genuine. And by just being himself, he earns trust and respect. He's just the best. Southern Pro AT said, Coach Beard, without question. He's smart, constantly learning. He is supportive, but isn't afraid to give tough love when when need. His stoic demeanor would help him keep composed during emergency situations. Kevin Joy said, Roy Kent, because he's here, he's there, he's every fucking where. And what AT isn't every fucking where? Roy fucking Kent. Which is kind of his tagline. Oh, uh, Coach Beard. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, and then Chris Padilla, sa- Padilla sorry, said, Padilla. I mean, is there a more perfect, perfect fit and it's a gif of Coach Beard? I mean, so we got one. Oh, man, we got like Beard. several Beards, Beard. several Beard. Kents, Beard. and we got one Lasso. Beard. So what did you what did you read? What did you hear? What questions do you have? Well, I thought Lasso the what I what I understand is that he knows nothing about the game, but he understands people. 100%. And so therefore he coaches the people. So therefore he is really good at um getting through tough situations because he looks at the person and not necessarily uh, the playbook. Did you ever see the YouTube video of where this whole thing started? Yes. When he says, I'm going to link what I do know to what I don't know. And yeah. he's doing the flashcards, <laughs> Game of Thrones. Yes. Uh, like, uh, like the Cowboys, the Cowboys, Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. Yes. Who's that hot girl from Game of Thrones? <laughs> like, that's what he does. He like, mm-hmm. just, he just relates everyday life or random, like things of knowledge to whatever he needs to apply it to. I think he'd be incredible in terms of rehab. Yes. Like a rehab motivator and like getting mm-hmm. somebody to do their rehab. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Um, then uh, Roy Kent or right? Roy fucking Kent. Roy Kent. He's like the, the old Two man hubs. on the team, right? Or something. He's the, the veteran. He's, and he doesn't Past really his prime. D- yep. So. The captain of the team. He was the captain of the team. I figured, you know. From his standpoint, he's he's been there. He's he's done it. He can give some advice. He's there if you need him, but not necessarily going to go out of his way to make sure that you hear everything that's going on in his brain. He's here, he's there, he's every fucking yeah. where. Which so then, is a model of an athletic trainer. Yeah. And then Coach Beard, where where Coach Beard won me over on these little synopsis of who they were is that basically he is the right-hand man that does everything and makes sure that everything is okay. Is that like is that like is that like a He's like the the he's always there he's for the, Lasso. Yeah, he is he knows what Lasso's thinking. Yep. He doesn't have to verbalize it. He's got a lot very of much intuition. He speaks in two or three word like little uh-huh. phrases. Yeah. But he's very perceptive. He is like he perceptive. knows what he and can anticipate. He anticipates what's going to happen, and he can basically. He's just really perceptive. I like perceptive. Yeah, that's that's where I would definitely 
super sar- super sarcastic, super witty. Both him and Lasso have this incredible Perfect. Yeah. Um Oh, Nate Nate would be fun. Nate's a good coach. Who's Nate? Uh he was like the equipment manager turned assistant mm-hmm. coach. Coach Nate. Great great like spirit, great heart. A little timid at the beginning and then he kind of comes out of his shell. Coach Nate. Uh coach Beard chess player. Chess uh, player. So he's just like yeah, he's tough love. He'll just tell you the truth. If you suck, he'll tell you that. If you're good at something mm-hmm. or if he if you need to get over it, he'll say like suck it up. Get you're over doing, it. you're fine. Get over it. Um I think coach Beard is probably the, he's probably he's probably the right pick. Coach Beard. Yeah. I mean, there's three good. There's three really strong candidates. I think Ted Lasso would have some. It's hard to pick any, against any of them as long as it's not Jamie fucking Tart. Ja- Jamie Tart Who's is. Jamie? Oh, is she the? Oh. No, Jamie is the the guy. He's like the young superstar. That. Oh yeah, yeah. What's the owner's name? Rebecca. Rebecca. Yeah. Oh, Rebecca. Yeah. All right. Cool. What else do you want to talk about? Uh, it's a really fun show. I'm like. I'm not gonna lie, it's actually it's pretty okay. it's pretty cute. Um Coach Beard for the win, though. Uh yeah, no, let's do our feature topic here. Oh, okay. I do think all three of those could make our bracket. Two for sure, three potentially. This is what I need to happen. I need these CEUs to come around. So we can stop and get caught up on TV. Yeah. 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 Because then I could afford these subscription services. And then number two, Free I could, I'd, time. I'd have some time. Because then we start doing other podcasts. On- and what we could do is we could just hang out here. Yeah. I'll have, I'll, I'm going to have TVs everywhere in here. And then we'll just watch stuff here. We'll live stream us watching and reacting yeah. to shit that I've yeah. never seen before. Love it. Keely. Love it. Keely is pretty hilarious. There, I mean, there are a lot of good characters. Who's Keely? Keely is the um, she's the PR. She ends up being the PR manager. Okay. She was dating Jamie, the young, um, the younger player, and then he was kind of a, he just is a huge douchebag, d bag. And so she broke up with him, and she started st- dating Roy. Roy. Fucking Kent. Fucking Kent. Hmm. So she went from the young stud to the old stallion. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Cool. From my chest pubes down to my ball fro. <laughs> <laughs> Name the movie. Um, Come on. <laughs> I got nothing right now. <laughs> it's Step Brothers. It is. Yeah. We have literally never done any of those things. <laughs> Lion King. Mitch McKay. Lion King. Live I reaction. will watch The Lion King soon. God damn. Good memory, Mitch. Yeah. Good memory. All right. So here, here is what we got. See, and that's why I need to watch more movies again, because why did I not remember a stepbrother's quote? I know. That's, that's because re- you, that's ridiculous. you got a three-week-old. Okay. Topic. I have no idea what this topic is, by the way. Yeah, we kind of talked about it. So We did? Hmm. Well, loosely. Oh. It's going to be a, just a two-part question. And if you're on the live stream, please answer. Because I'd like to read these. Um, question number one. So this is coming out August 1st. Most everyone's going to be starting, like if you're in the college setting, you're starting back up. Next week is August. It's go time. Tell me one 
what's the best part of starting a new year? <laughs> Two, what's the hardest part of starting a new year? So for you, it would be March, mm-hmm. February, whenever, mm-hmm. spring training. Mm-hmm. That new season comes in, what's the best part? What's the hardest part of starting starting again? Like for me, it's like June and July. I used to have off, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh my god, I got I got to go back. August, mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. days, mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. it might be. I mean, there's there's pros and cons to everything. Let's let's hear what the the best part and the hardest part is. The best part and most exciting for myself was number one, feeling you have like you have purpose again, like not just sitting around and doing laundry every single day because that's the only thing you can do. Um, But number two, the optimism of like, like, you know, when when you were in grade school and you'd go school shopping and you'd buy all your new pens, your pencils, your organizer, maybe even get a new backpack. You would set it all up in your backpack and you'd be organized as can be. And you would walk into that first day being as organized as you've ever been in your entire life. And you're like, this is the year, this is the year that I'm going to be on top of everything and I'm going to have everything in order. I'm going to get my stuff done right, right in a row. Um, I have every resource I need. You know what? I'm going to use my blue pen for this. I'm going to use my black pen for this. I'm going to use my red pen for this. There's like this excitement to utilize that organization again. So it's basically the equivalent of, January 1st, setting a goal. Kind of. Yeah, kind of, yeah. There's, But there's this, like, the day before, you know, you, you made sure that everything in your backpack was in the right spot and that you knew where everything was. Sure. That's what I think of. I think of that, like, maybe I got a new work bag and it's good. That's that work bag is that's what's going to like keep me organized. The thing I'm worst at, I'm going to be, I'm going to be good at and I'm, I'm really good. And then the worst part of the year starting is that you're that organization for myself that like that downfall quickly comes back. And it's like, it's just, wow, one day in and it's like, I have no idea where I I have no idea where my blue pen is. I can't even find it anymore. Um, and then the typical stuff, right? You're going to miss things, miss things, miss things and miss things. But the worst, the best thing is the excitement that you're back at it. It's like, you know, you know that you're, you're going to be busy, but you have a purpose for that busyness. Um, the worst thing, the worst thing about starting the the year starting your sport uh i don't know what to do with my hands like i i would have that moment i would have that moment every single year of like i i don't i cannot tell you how many times i've stretched a shoulder in my life but i rem- i always remember the first time i would go even it was the same athlete that i would stretch every single day and it was day one of spring training. They would lay down on the table. Inevitably, it would be like, <clears throat> I, I don't know what to do with my hands. Hmm. I really don't. Um, and it would come back quick. 
And that's not the worst thing, but it's just something that sticks out. For me, going off to spring training was always exciting. The worst thing about going to spring training was I went from every single day I was with, at the time, my girlfriend or fiance, well, girlfriend, didn't get engaged until after I was done with baseball. Um, you are so intertwined with the, each other's lives that all of a sudden you're, you're, you're totally distant and having to loop them into it. So I would be in Arizona, she would be in Wisconsin, and there being this like disconnect of like, oh no, you like don't know everything that happened to me today. And I don't know how to like fill you in on everything. That was probably the worst thing. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about you? Best thing, worst thing? Um, for me, the best thing was all the return athletes who were broken at the end of the season came back and, like, they had some downtime and usually were fresh and not hurt. And it was yeah. just, it was just, even if it was just, like, the first day, everyone's like, no, I'm good, I, I can go. And so for me, it was just like this. You're not playing from behind. Mm -hmm. You're trying to prevent the injuries rather than once they're hurt, trying to get them back. That's a good point. So for me, that's the best part. It's like, okay, how do I, how do, what, what can we do to prevent the injuries? You're not playing from behind. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Which is my, my favorite thing about athletic training was to always come up with, a hip mobility program, a shoulder stability program, mm -hmm. you know, core exercises, whatever it might be to prevent injuries. I loved the preventative rehab side of the job. That was my that was my favorite. Coming up with different, you know, a ankle mobility or ankle whatever it might be, stability. So at the beginning of the year, it's like, okay, let's implement these things so you don't get hurt. I think the worst part of starting the new year is for sure the, the amount of paperwork. It's so much um, formality. That is the worst thing. It's the paperwork. Oh, you're so right. It's how many like it's amazing. How oh, you gotta you gotta we gotta redo your scat. We gotta redo oh your baseline god. concussion. We gotta like why? Oh my god, you're so right. I mean, I it's it's the amount of just. Oh. Formality. God, I hated physicals. So. Physicals. Yeah, just. It's amazing how you, you block out the bad stuff. Yeah. I, did, I wasn't even thinking about that. I'm even not even talking about like, it's just, uh, even with, well, mostly with the new athletes, but it's just. Scanning in all those papers. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So, I, I think that'd be it for me. What You want to read some of these comments here? Sure. I mean, we got. We got a lot of, like, um, I'm going back to the beginning. Aaron, old athletes gone, teaching new athletes the way of the world. Yeah, I like fresh. It, it's perfect. Um, seeing your athletes. Oh, it's, I mean, there's a lot of seeing your athletes, seeing your athletes. Um, 
the bad part, bad part, all the practices. I mean, every sport, especially in a high school, is probably having two a days. They're having practice all day long. Nobody's thinking about the athletic trainer has to be there from six a.m. to nine eight nine o'clock at night. Um. Oh, you know what? Not only Abby, but Cat bring up all these young athletes that come in and they're one year older and they feel like they've got everything figured out. I think it's like the new people, like they're just brand newbies. They're just, they're just the smartest people and the best athletes in the entire world. And yet they don't have anything figured out. Mm. Um, bup, 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 bup. Oh. Where are we at? Worst. I agree with Abby and Kat. I'm in high school, but the freshmen who think they're the hottest shit and having to teach them how to treat treat me. That's kind of the worst. Emily Miller saying that. Best creating new relationships from Emily with the kids and seeing the circumstances what circumstances cause the to causes the new connections. Mm-mm-mm. I mean <sighs> Whenever you get to start a sport again, it's always fun to, one, the faces that you haven't seen in a couple months. Mm-hmm. Pretty amazing. And it's so great. But, and like recapturing those moments that you missed and picking up where you left off is so much fun. I, I don't care if they're seventh grade to 40-year-old professional athletes. It, it's the same. You, you you end up picking up where you left off and it's, it's nice and fun. Um, you're right, man. Paperwork. It's always the paperwork. Stupid crap. What do you got? Nothing. All right. So I got, well, if we're wrapping up the show, here's, I just have two things. The two most important things. If you are a fan of the show, hopefully you are because you're listening, you've stuck, stuck around here. Do us two things, two favors. Number one, August. Go to podcastawards.com. It's the People's Choice Podcast Awards. Register yourself to vote for your favorite podcast in all their categories. When you get to science and medicine, make sure you choose us, Candid Athletic Training. Make sure you check the box that says you want to vote in the finals. Okay? Podcastawards.com. Write that down. Or just go do it right now. You can do it from your phone. While you're listening to us, podcastawards.com. Number two, just a reminder, Kevin and I, we're going to redo our membership program because we've got some stuff in the works here. You're going to want to get a Candid Athletic Training membership. You're going to get free CEUs for doing so. You're going to get a bunch of other discounts and goodies. Um, Don't wait. Okay? You can get that on our website, CandidAthleticTraining.com. Just go to memberships. I highly recommend you do it now rather than later because CEUs are coming. So, those are the two main things. Just go to the podcast awards, vote for us for your favorite science and medicine podcast. Mm-hmm. Go to our website, get yourself a membership, join the live stream, get the CEUs, get the discounts on some of these fun things we've got coming down the road. We're going to have giveaways, products for members. This is going to be, it's really exciting time. Very exciting time. Well, hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for the new listeners, and please come back soon. 
and we will see y'all again next Monday. Bye.